Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Wolf and Luke. Suns run to the playoffs coverage. Brought to you by Canvas Annuity. Score up to 6.25% on your retirement savings. All right, hour number two of the show, live from the Auction Community Studios. It is Wolf and Luke, and we are heading into this weekend, game one of Suns Clippers. Wolf kind of hit me driving over here. This is why you made this trade. You know, it's been fun when KD's been out there on the floor. It's only been eight games. They've won all eight, obviously. <laughs> it's been fun to hear the reaction of guys like Devin Booker and Chris Paul. You know, Chris Paul's a surefire Hall of Famer. I think we all believe Devin Booker will be there at some point uh, as well. How they even kind of look up to KD. But that's not why James Jones made the trade. James Jones made the trade for everything that happens Sunday and beyond. Yes. No, that's well put by you right there, Logan. Right, I'm out. I'll see you. It's just beautiful. It is. It's a thing of beauty to see it. Now it is. It's coming to fruition. The moment where KD is going to be walking out onto that floor in a postseason game. Here it is. It's the second season. We all know how important it is. I, I just, the anticipation right now and the expectation, imagine that, Basin Arnines, the expectation that you have in your heart right now, and that's what KD has got to fight with his own confidence because the pressure is going to be there. Well, the pressure's definitely going to be there on the Suns. I think that they would uh, they would welcome that, and part of the reason they welcome it is because they have Kevin Durant. Here's Terrence Mann from the uh, the Clippers weighing in. I mean, they have Kevin Durant, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's just really it. I mean, they have Kevin Durant, so it's not any just any trio. I mean, you got one of the best scorers of all time out there. Um, that you got to worry about now. So it's going to be a completely different game plan from when we played them in the past. I think it's almost a completely different team because he's out there. The amount of people I have heard say either, I mean, he's Kevin Durant, or I mean, they have Kevin Durant in the last month and a half is amazing. Yeah, once again, think about that. That That is Terrence Mann, ladies and gentlemen. Do you think he is wowed by anybody walking around? Do you think he's... Probably not. You know, I mean, yeah, he respects KD, of course, but he's seen an awful lot right now. Terrence Mann, he's seen this. He's played against guys. He's competed. He's done well. He's done well himself. But just think of the expectation that comes with that now. When you've got a guy like that saying it, and he's not alone, it's everybody. It is everybody who knows anything about the game or has an inside view or perspective in the industry that says the same thing. Well, they got KD. You know, they got Kevin Durant. You know, he's Kevin Durant. And I mean, think of the expectation that is behind that. But that's not new. That's new to the Suns. It's not new to Kevin Durant. It's new to the Suns. That's my yeah. point. Not Kevin Durant, but it's new to the Suns. This team, at least. The beginning of that again, when they asked him about the uh, the matchup with the Suns. I mean, they have Kevin Durant, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's just really it. I mean, they have Kevin Durant, so... <laughs> That's awesome. That's that's awesome. They do, and you you understand why. Of course, he's telling you the truth. 
Well, you know, they, they have Kevin Durant, okay? And that's going to be a problem right there. The expectation is there, and that means here comes the pressure. It's coming down around this team. And confidence is what you need to fight that pressure. And KD is dripping with that. Isn't it nice to be the they in this scenario for once? Well, you know, they have Kevin Durant. Oh, they have this. and well, Yeah, the, the they is the Suns, actually. Phoenix I, I has know. Kevin Durant. Yeah, but don't look at the end result of it. This is my caution to you, Luke. I'm not Phoenix. looking at I'm not, okay. like, planning yeah, I know a parade. What you're, doing. you're looking at the end of it. Yeah, I'm looking at nice? game one on Sunday. Feels, we have Kevin Durant. Yeah, but you went there. You allowed yourself to go there. This feels so good to be the favorite, doesn't it? I don't think I said I mean, favorite. Well, you, you implied it. I don't it. think I said that they're you minus five. You know, favorites. it is, yeah, you know, uh, the boy, the, it's so nice, isn't it, to be sitting here and... Because usually it's always talking about the other team. <laughs> oh, well, they have this. Oh, they have that. No, okay. in this well, case, I'm, the Suns. There's nothing, yes. if you're a Suns fan, I don't think you look around the league and you're like, boy, we need that guy. Like, would you like to have Giannis? Sure, everybody would. But I think for the most part, you look at your team and you're like, other than Mikel Bridges, I know Suns fans look at that. But for the most part, you look at your team and you're like, yeah, this... Let's go. Yeah. Let's like get these playoffs going sure. and see what happens. Yeah, let's go and just don't assume anything. You know, don't assume anything. Don't, don't skip don't, steps. Don't skip steps. There it is. That's the next T-shirt. Oh, boy, right go. now. <laughs> don't skip <laughs> steps. A whole new wardrobe based okay, on these playoffs. Really, we've got to do something about this because that's what it's all about, man. And that's the great thing about it. With these expectations, again, come the pressure. KD is so built to handle this because of his confidence and the confidence level that he has. And why wouldn't he? He's already won two, two finals MVPs. I mean, it doesn't get any more profound to me. Not one, but two. We were talking about it yesterday. Okay, I'm, I'm going to calm down because I, I'm sounding like Luke yeah, right you now. You sound like you're way past where I am. I, all I pointed out was it's <laughs> nice to have Kevin Durant on our team. And, in fact, here's Devin Booker saying it's hard to believe Kevin Durant is on his team. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's never somehow would have expected it. You know, couldn't have even dreamed it, but, you know, it's here now, and, you know, I think that adds a little bit of pressure to everybody knowing that you have somebody that's been there and, and finished it, and, you know, that's the expectation. I'm so excited. This is, is so fun. And then we're looking up, and Kendrick Perkins, who I believe is the only person I've seen pick the Clippers in this series, yeah. is just up there with this serious look on his face on one of the televisions, picking the Clippers again like the well, harbinger okay. of sorrow or whatever you always yeah, say. Right. Harbinger of sorrow. Yeah, wow. He's just up They're, there looking miserable. Ticker literally says, do the Clippers end KD's season? Yeah. <laughs> and Perk's like, yup. Um, yeah, you know what, though? Honestly, um, expectation and pressure, you just heard it right there. Right there, again, those words, expectation and pressure, fight it with confidence. My young crunk brothers, you fight it with confidence. And the way you gain confidence is how you prepare, how you prepare to go out there and play. And every time you step in between the lines, whatever game it is that you're playing, whatever sport it is that you're playing, just promise yourself you'll give everything you've got, everything that God has given you, you will give it. You won't hold anything back. Then when you prepare, that'll make you confident. Whatever the outcome, whatever it is, don't worry about it. Because you've already prepared for this moment and given everything you've got. And if you've done that, what more could you give? Nothing. 
the expectation and the pressure is going to be there at a whole new level for the Phoenix Suns. And that's why I can't wait till game one on Sunday to see how Devin Booker, Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton, and company respond to KD being on the floor and the expectation and the pressure that is going to be on them. I just heard a long version of knuckle down, guard up. That's that's. You could have just pointed to your shirt. I I, I should have done that. Why do? You, let's tweet this thing out. It doesn't really translate well to radio. When did one we of the already do pointing to him? We already did. Yeah, so, <laughs> you're about an hour late. <laughs> just, All right. Uh, when we come back, we're going to go over to football. Did things just get weirder for the Arizona Cardinals? We got two different directions we can go with this next. It's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Wolf and Luke Middays, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. All right. I want to make sure I preface this the right way, Wolf. I'm not saying that either of these two things we're about to talk about are huge stories. Not saying that. But I know I've been asked about one of them probably a dozen times already today before we even got on the air. And that's not even the one that bothers me. (laughs) So let's bring uh, Aaron in here to talk about the first one. Um, What can you tell us about Buda Baker and his social media? Well, so Buda Baker removed AZ from his Twitter bio. He also changed his Twitter avatar from a picture of him in a Cardinals uniform to a picture of him standing by a pool. So that was something that kind of caught everybody's attention. But then Buddha also tweeted a gif last night of the Michael Jordan from The Last Dance that says, quote, and let me just preface this. Buddha did not tweet this. He just tweeted the gif of what the gif is saying. And the gif says, that's all I needed. That's all I needed for him to do that. And it became personal with me. Ian Rappaport just tweeted too. He's speculating, just said it's a situation that commands attention. Now, Buddha has always been a professional on and off the field. So this may be nothing. Yeah. Well, but it may be something. I, I don't know. Um, I, I don't know what that would be right there. Well, I can tell honestly. you what it is. I, I can tell you one thing that it is. Yeah. This is the one guy, and, I, and I, it's not like I think we're on the verge of like, oh, Buddha, I don't think that. I don't think it's that. But whatever's up, fix it. Yeah. <laughs> because this is the one guy that you cannot lose if, if or have be is, unhappy. Is up. Yes, that's yeah. what I'm saying. And so if it's nothing, that's fine. Yeah. But if it's anything involving the Arizona Cardinals, I'm hoping it's fixed by 11.19 a.m. <laughs> it's currently 11.18. Yeah, yeah. Listen, anybody that has listened to this show, um, anybody that has listened to me uh, for years now with Buda Baker, there's nobody that I have more respect for on this football team. There's a lot of guys I respect as much. There's nobody I have more respect or regard for than Buda Baker. So when when I start talking about Buda Baker, I have no idea what this means. Is this a social media washing? Did he do any of that? No, he did no. not clean his social he media. Did he did not it. scrub it. Okay. There are pictures of them of right. him still in a Cardinals uniform on his Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Okay, so uh, once again, I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt to uh, Buddha Baker and say that Buddha's okay. There's nothing wrong. He's got two years left on his contract. So, <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I don't think there's anything there. 
I haven't heard anything about Buda Baker being unhappy at all. So I guess what I'm saying, Basin Earnings, right now, because I love this guy and respect him as much as I do, I'm going to let Buda tell us without, oh, he removed AZ from his his Twitter account or whatever it was. You know, I'm going to let Buddha actually say what he's going to say, because at some point in time, if there is any meaning behind it, he will say. Well, he's, he's so he's he's such a straight shooter about pretty much everything that. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you 100 percent on that. I don't really care that you removed AZ from his Twitter bio. I don't even really care that the picture's different. It's still a picture of him in Arizona. <laughs> the, the Michael Jordan gift that he tweeted, that's, that's a little interesting. That doesn't mean it's anything with the Cardinals. It could be a teammate. It could be something else going on in his personal life. But I'm just saying if it has anything to do with the Cardinals, and it's a lot of it is because what you just said, every Cardinals fan feels no. that way about Buda Baker. Right. He is overwhelmingly the fan favorite. <laughs> if they go out, if they really do bring out new uniforms, and we post a poll question of who's, well, you're going to buy a new uniform, right. who's it going to be? It's going to be guy. 95% Buda Baker. And like 4% personalized, and probably somebody's like, can I still buy Fitz? Yes. It, you, this is the guy with everything <laughs> that's gone wrong in the last 15 months. Buda Baker is... Everything that you're trying to build around now. No, there's there's no doubt about it. He is the culture. He he is the man. He is the guy that represents all of the football character that I'm sure Jonathan Gannon covets and wants on his team. He's even said that Jonathan Gannon has. Yes, you're right. That's an excellent point. I forgot about that. He did. He actually pointed to Buda Baker. And I can't tell you how powerful that is inside of a locker room, my brothers, where Culture, again, you're trying to establish it. Do you know how important it is to be able to, as a coach, take a player, maybe a younger guy, and point to Buda Baker and say, do what he does. Talk like he talks. Act like he acts. And you're going to be great around here. (laughs) You know, I mean, it's a living, breathing, walking, talking example of everything that you're trying to establish and building that culture. That's why it's so critical when we have this conversation. We had, you know, when when Aaron was kind of describing it to us in the pre-show meeting, you and I both had the same reaction. My reaction was, okay, this is probably nothing, but then we started talking about the next topic and during the pre-show meeting, and I wasn't even listening. Because all I could think about was like, I know. <laughs> if, if, it is, if it is something, <laughs> if, if Buda Baker's unhappy for any reason, priority number one. Yes. Like we started talking about the draft and how we yes. were going to approach that today. And all I could think was, I don't care who they draft if they don't have Buda Baker. Because like, I don't. Like there's, there's a certain point for every fan where it's been kind of rough the last 15 it's months if you're a Cardinals hard. fan. Yes. But your diehard fans are sticking with you. And your other fans will come back when you start winning. But man, you got to have Buda Baker. Like you got to draw the line somewhere. So. I'm just going to assume it's nothing. And like you said, the best thing to do is just let him explain it. If it's actually, if right. something's up that's a big deal to him, he'll explain it. Yes. We, don't have to, we don't have to sit here and speculate. The other odd cardinal story at the Coyotes game last night. Okay. That I, I've, you know, I was there, so I, can, I think I can speak to what the crowd reaction was when they introduced Ish Wainwright, uh, a couple other uh, members of the Arizona Cardinals. Greg Dortch was there. I, didn't, I, was, I was doing my read coming back from break when they introduced the other guy, so I don't know exactly <laughs> who. Uh, and Kyler Murray. And Kyler Murray was there watching the game. I was yeah. up in the suite with Ish. Um, 
didn't maybe get the reaction you would necessarily think. He did. He definitely got some boos. He got boos. And I don't know. You that, actually heard boos. Yeah, it wasn't. I, I think it's being framed like they introduced Kyler and everybody booed. It, it's not like they. It's not like Roger Goodell walked out on the field or something. <laughs> it was not that. And there were some uh, Vancouver fans there, so I don't know if they were just booing everything Arizona, maybe. Yeah. But Ish didn't get booed. Kyler got some. I would say like 60, 40, 70, 30 in, in cheers yeah, to boos. Okay. And this is not something that went on for like m- minutes. It yeah. lasted about three or four seconds. But it wasn't the like, hey, that guy just won us a Super Bowl and everybody stood up and cheered. Yeah. I think there was maybe a little bit of confusion. It was during a break, obviously, but it was interesting. I, you know, I, I don't understand it. I really don't. Why would you boo Kyler Murray? This is just me. This is my own personal opinion right here. And and I've got another opinion in regard to Kyler and his perspective and what he should take that as that I'll share with you here momentarily. But, you know, why would you boo Kyler? I Do you honestly, what, do you think he's not trying? Do you think he has not produced? The guy won Rookie of the Year and went to two Pro Bowls as a quarterback. Voted on by his peers, I might add. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure that out. Why would you boo? The guy got hurt. He had a bad year. Yes, I get that. We all do. I I was right there. Had a front row seat. Okay, <laughs> yeah, so yes, you did. he had a rough year. Why would you boo him? I, you know, I've, I've been trying to figure this out because it happened last night and I was like, oh, okay, maybe I just imagined that. And then it obviously became a story after that and a lot of people have been talking about it and a lot of Cardinals fans have asked me about it because I was there. Um, I don't know why you'd boo him, Wolf, because honestly, what I what I thought was most Cardinals fans' issue with him would have been that he doesn't invest in Arizona enough. He's not out, you know, at games. Well, he was at a Coyotes yeah, game. Right. He's here rehabbing. Like yes. to me, any of the questions I would have had about Kyler Murray, he's he's doing what everybody wanted him to do. I will remind you, this guy has not gotten in trouble off the yeah. field. There's been a lot of off right. the field problems for this right. team over the last 15 months. Right. None of them around Kyler Murray. Okay, so this is my message for Kyler Murray right here. Kyler, um, if that bothered you at all, take that chip and move it in your heart. Move it in your heart. Okay, bury it in your heart right there. You know, not forget about the shoulder where it can get knocked off. Oh, I got a chip on my shoulder. Forget about that, right? Bury it in your heart because it'll never leave you then. It will drive you when you need to be driven the most. There this is a this is a huge off season for Kyler Murray going into the regular season, as we all know right now. But it is an opportunity for him to relearn the game of football all over again from a different perspective with Jonathan Gannon in a brand new offensive coordinator to relearn the game all over again. Use this as motivation. I will I'll add this too. Boo whoever you want. I'm just trying to figure out why, Kyler. You know what I mean? Man. Like you're a fan, you boo whoever you want. That's fine. Uh, I'm not I'm never getting in the way of that. But the only thing I can think, maybe it was the all caps uh yeah, maybe, his, maybe from, it was. I, I feel, Respond to it. It feels, feels like uh, this may have been uh, more directed towards his agent. I don't know. You can tweet in and tell me why if you were there. Or if, if you would have, text us your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at 620-620 right now. I guess you could just text your thoughts, too. Uh, Devin Booker said the Suns are embracing a football-style week of prep leading up to Sunday's Game 1 against the Clippers. What does that mean? 
We'll react next. It's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Wolf and Luke. Suns run to the playoffs coverage. Brought to you by Canvas Annuity. Score up to 6.25% on your retirement savings. Especially if you're going to play some ball. What are you becoming, Luke Lipinski? I wasn't even going to try and talk over Tool. Not in the beginning. I'm sorry, I had to. I also did spend the break thinking of reasons people might be booing Kyler, and I came up with a few. (laughs) The intensity. Um, okay, you want to give them to me? What? No, I, I just, not even necessarily that I would boo over them, but I do remember that playoff game against the Rams. Oh, okay, yeah. I, yeah I but think, once again, people who boo drives me crazy. Wow. Like, what do you think a guy's doing? He's out there, he's trying to, he's trying to stink? He's trying to go out and not make the play? I feel like now he's trying to do what people wanted him to do, so it's just the timing felt odd to me. You know what I mean? You were worried, like, oh, he's not invested. Oh, he's never really here in the off season. Well, here he is at a hockey game. Yeah. I don't know. How long is the song? 15 minutes? Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Because we've oh, lost Wolf Friday, until it's over. And it's just so beautiful right now. Hey, DA, you might want to play this as you get ready to go. Feels so good, Maynard. Does it feel as good as Devin Booker referencing football as he prepares for the playoffs? I feel like that quote was directly <laughs> aimed at you. <laughs> he just said, I've been picking my scabs again. Are you ready to create some scabs, Devin Booker? Here's his uh, quote preparing for the first round. It's just more detail oriented. You know, it's kind of football style, always these these first series because you, you know you have a lot of time to prepare for the team that you're going against so you know, just feeling things out light scrimmage today um, it was a good time a lot more time this year to prepare for that first round opponent since, yeah. since they've put the play in in which kind of actually coincidentally lined up exactly with the suns uh getting back into the playoffs the last couple of years which they didn't need the play in to do uh but they've actually had to wait for a play in game right. to produce an opponent. Not this year. This year they've known for a week they're playing the LA Clippers, who, by the way, is the last team they played, or at least a version of them played. So one of the things I love the most about the game of football is the fact that it is an event. It's an event at the end of the week, and you do play an opponent. Typically, of course, you're going to get a week. Now, many times it's not a full week. We all understand that and know that, but you do. You get it in your head who it is you're going to be playing. And that's why you take tape home at night and you sit there and you watch it right there on your phone, of course, whatever it may be, your laptop. But you're you're watching. You feel like you actually know the guys that you're going to play against. 
by the time you actually play them because you do have all that preparation. You are looking at so much tape. You are going over the game plan. You know what it is, what their tendencies are offensively and defensively. It just So when you hear D. Book say it's almost football style that we're doing right now, right? Preparing for the Clippers. Boy, you should try to talk about it, D. Book, for a week. (laughs) <laughs> Seriously. Well, I feel like he at least kind of got it last year when, when they were winning every game. He's like, I feel like a broken record up here saying that we like what we're doing. But obviously, 64 wins. Uh, they talked to him about his confidence in this team going into these playoffs. 100%. You know, I'm confident in, in what we got here. You know, we have everybody locked in. You know, we have guys with a lot of experience, guys with little. Um, but, you know, it's a good mess. Naturally, he was also asked about, you know, prior playoff results. 100%, you know, and the year before, too. Uh, And whenever you fall short of your goal, you know, you want to get right back to it. That's all you can do. So, you know, we swallowed that pill and, you know, it's on to the next one. And and we get another opportunity. It's it's interesting he brings up the year before, too, because... I don't know if that's the first thing everybody thinks of. You know, and I think this goes back to what you're saying, Wolf. If you you can impact the outcome, probably the loss to the Bucks actually hurts more because you were two wins away from winning the title. Yeah. You know, like I think, I think you you won the first two games of the series. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Not only were you had to lose four or five to not win the title. Oh, my goodness. So I think as a player, that would hurt more. I get it. As a fan, you're like, no, the Dallas series hurt more because Luka's irritating and Giannis isn't, and we should have beat that team. But if I'm Devin Booker, I'm looking at that series last year as like, all right, yeah, that was embarrassing, but come on. like <laughs> that, that, We can fix that. That never should have happened. Where's Dallas right now? They're in 11th. They're not even in the playoffs. We melted down. But I would think as a player, you probably are, and I didn't think of it until I heard him say that, it's the Milwaukee series from the year before that probably sticks with you because it was in your hands. You know, it's one of these deals, too, where you just you learn from each series, I would imagine. You learn from each game. And um, I think maybe that's what Devin Booker may be alluding to. But you do learn from that. And that's great because it gives you context going forward. But. It's like KD said the other day. I Was that yesterday we were actually playing Kevin Durant? I think it was, yeah. It was yesterday where KD was talking about the fact, no, man, we're not, we don't need that to happen to us for us to go out and play well. We don't need that to happen to us for us to know how important this series is. We don't need that to happen because that's being externally motivated as opposed to internally motivated. Typically, when you hear a guy saying, you know what, we learned from that and we know how that stung. Yeah, you know what, that leaves an indelible mark on your soul. It's a mark that won't go away anytime soon. But you you approach it more as a learning experience than motivation. Does that make sense? Yeah, well, I think we we all have that image of, of Book looking around on the court as the game, as game six ended against the Bucks, and the Bucks are starting to celebrate, and he, I'll never forget that look because he had that look on his face where it's just kind of like you, you know, he thought to the very last second they were going to come back and win. Yes. You know what I mean? And yeah, that one probably does hurt more. Last year's more embarrassing. There's no shame in losing to Giannis. I mean, Giannis played out of his mind, right? Maybe yeah. there's not anything they could have done, but you were this close to holding that trophy. 
two years ago. So now you've, I guess, for, for lack of a better term, learned lessons on very opposite ends of the spectrum. Yes. So and maybe but that this is becomes, the time to put it together. Those lessons that you have learned, that becomes your context. It does. You operate within that context of losing. Can that motivate you? I'm sure it possibly can. Yes. Uh, this is your last chance to score the hottest ticket in town. Game one Suns playoff tickets. Just text TICKET to 620-620. Register and listen for your name today uh, during our noon hour of this show and then during the 5 o'clock hour of the Burns and Gambo show for your chance to qualify and to see the Suns take on the Clippers this Sunday. Again, that's TICKET to 620-620. How about this, Wolf? It's not even officially a game day, but Kevin Ray is going to join us next. What does he think of this first-round matchup against L.A.? We're going to ask the Suns broadcaster for Valley Sports. It's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Wolf and Luke. Suns run to the playoffs coverage. Brought to you by Canvas Annuity. Score up to 6.25% on your retirement savings. All right, don't freak out when you hear this next guest's voice. Okay. If you're a listener, you probably think, oh, it must be a game day for the Suns. Or if you're a wolf, you probably think, hey, I get to go on vacation because Kay Ray's playing. <laughs> but uh, Kevin Ray of Bally Sports is joining us. It's not a game day with Kay Ray. We got a couple uh, days here before game one. But this is our last chance to talk to you before game one between the Suns and the Clippers. Kay, how you doing? I'm doing well, gentlemen. How are we on this uh, beautiful Friday? We're doing great, Kay. Thank you so much. Listen, one of my favorite Tunnel Time tunes is 46 and 2, of course, by Tool. Um, if you were indeed. Getting, if you, yes, indeed, my brother. If you were getting ready, if you were getting ready to play a game, and here it is, it's Sunday, you're getting ready to play the Clippers, uh, what kind of tune are you going to listen to coming out of that tunnel, bruh? Well, it's probably going to be anything Metallica. <laughs> anything? Or, I mean, pretty much anything. Um, or you know, one, one of my uh, one of my favorite tunes that uh, is found find its way into my workouts is uh, you know, go super old school here, but uh, ACDC shoot the drill. <laughs> Oh, that's so good. Those, those two bands have the the market cornered, especially Metallica. What K Ray just said, yeah, just anything by anything. Metallica. They uh, they they've cornered that market. <laughs> uh, all right, K. We uh, I'm not even really gonna take anything. I don't think anybody is from the the last game of the season, even though it is against the team that they are about to play in the playoffs. And we really can't take that much from two years ago because these teams are so different now than they were when they met in the Western Conference Finals. So I guess let's just start with what do you make of this Clippers team that the Suns are about to begin a seven-game series with? Yeah, look, and, and I, will, I will counter that to some degree, Luke, in that I took away plenty in that last regular season game. Really? Okay. Um, yeah, and and I'll explain because what I took away is regardless of who we had on the floor, our guys were balling out. They were they were playing, you know, to win the game. But what I took away is just a reminder because of the injury situations for both teams this season in their matchups. A reminder of what Norman Powell is capable of doing. Mm. Uh, a reminder of what Russell Westbrook 
not that any of those guys needed it, but what he is capable of doing. Um, and, and the fact that the Clippers, you know, did need and want to play their starters. And so I, I thought it was fantastic the way it played out. You know, would we have loved to have won the game? Sure. But the fact that our guys came out, played like their hair was on fire, we saw some, you know, great performances. But it was just a reminder for everybody in that Suns locker room that this team is more than just Kawhi and Paul George. And while they'll be missing Paul George, you know, you better have the requisite focus and force prepared to go uh, come Sunday in game one because it, it's still a talented team. So, so much of the time, Kay, um, matchups, right? It's matchups, matchups, matchups um, in the NBA, especially when you get into a, a seven game series here. But talk to me about what you think is going to be the biggest matchup of this series. Yeah, look, it, it's going to be, I think we're all, you know, looking and waiting with great uh, anticipation and curiosity as to how Ty Lue will deploy his, you know, defensive kind of alignment. To yeah. um, you know, does he, does he start uh, Kawhi Leonard on Kevin Durant? And, you know, while Kawhi is still immensely talented, I think, you know, I think it's safe to say that he's not the super elite defender uh, from prior years due to injuries and just, you know, getting a little bit older. You know, does he try to hedge his bet a little bit and start out with somebody else in the beginning of the game? Um, and then, you know, that decision really is going to trigger, I think, in some ways kind of a domino effect on, on how he will, uh, you know, line up the, the rest of the guys defensively. The uh, Kylo is a—he is one of the great, um, you know, great NBA chess players. I like to say, yeah. you know, you got some coaches who play checkers. Uh, Kylo is a guy that plays chess, and I think we will see several different kind of defensive schemes, defensive alignments. You're going to see him try to throw different looks uh, from one quarter to the next, from multiple possessions to the next, and that's where. You know, Monty Williams and his staff will have to be prepared to adjust, but that's where I believe that the Suns have the, the advantage because you've got three coaches on the floor and Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and Kevin Durant. Um, so that, I, that's, that's what I'm really curious to see. You know, does he start out Nicholas Batum on Kevin Durant? Uh, and then does he put Kawhi on Devin Booker? So it's, it's going to be really fascinating to see how this game starts out. Talking to Kevin Ray of Bally Sports. Uh, K. Ray, I can't think of a time, but maybe you can. Uh, do you remember, uh, you know, going into the Suns going into the playoffs at any point where they were such a, a relative unknown? And I just mean that in the sense of we've really only seen this group play eight games. We haven't seen them respond to much adversity yet because they haven't had to. But at the same time, they might just be the best team in the NBA, too. Like, we, we just don't know yet. And all of a sudden, the playoffs are starting. Yeah, it, it's it's like this great mystery, right? <laughs> it's like we have a sense of what they can be, but at the same time, there's still a lot about this team. And, and when I say team, you know, oftentimes because of, we've got Kevin Durant, you know, the fans focus solely on KD and, and that starting unit. But 
you know, we don't really fully know what this bench rotation is going to look like for Monty Williams. We we saw bits and pieces of uh, potential lineups, but you know, we we don't have a full body of work with them as well. And yeah, to your point, it, it is a little bit of a mystery. And look, I don't know that that's necessarily a bad thing. Going back to what I said about about Ty Lue, um, but it just puts more emphasis on being able to take care of home advantage, uh, home court advantage in the first couple of games. What do you think the physicality is going to be like in this series? Do you think it's going to be an eight, a nine, somewhere? Do you, do you think it's going to be a? T- Where do you think it's going to fall on the physicality meter? Yeah, you know, I mean, I think it will be a physical series, Wolf. But you know, let's not forget that these games and the level of physicality or lack thereof is more often than not shaped by the officials. Yeah. Um, if you watch that game, uh, you know, a couple of the playing games the other night, I mean, they were letting them go at it. Like yeah. New Orleans, uh, New Orleans and OKC, like Lou Dort was all up in the lunchbox of Brandon Ingram. <laughs> like, yeah. Brandon Ingram thought he had two sandwiches. One was Lou Dort. <laughs> uh, so I think it's really going to come down to, to the officiating, but I think because of the Clippers, you know, the degree of reputation of being a little more physical. Uh, but I, I also think that that's, uh, some of that is a little overhyped. Uh, I don't know that the Clippers are necessarily any more physical than uh, a handful of other teams, but I think it's just by virtue of reputation with, you know, Kawhi and Paul George. Uh, but without PG on the floor, you know, how much do they allow them to, to grab clutch and hold? Okay, Ray, before we let you go, we're, we're going to have to ask you this because we're going to play it later on in the show. So, Wolf, don't give me your answer yet, and I won't give mine. But, uh, all right, K-Ray, game one of the playoffs, simple question, who scores more, Kevin or Devin? Yes. <laughs> I can put K-Ray down for another yes. So good. All right. That's, I mean, I'll take it. I'll take it. I will, I will uh, you know, just, just to play along and, and give you an answer, uh, I'm going to go with uh, – I'm going to go with 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 KD. Right. I, I really do believe that Ty Lue, I mean, ha- has a full understanding and appreciation of the surgeon that Devin Booker was <laughs> in in games and series prior. So I think that for in in this instance, he will try to do everything he can to take the hands out of Book. And they're therein opening up more scoring opportunities for for KD. But having said that, I think it will be KD, you know, a shade over thirty, thirty three, and Booker right there with twenty nine. I like it's it. okay. I'm not going to let you get away with this. Okay, one Metallica. <laughs> what, you, you only have one song. Which one you listening to? Get ready for a game. Which one? Uh, I mean. Oh, go, you- there's just so many. I mean, still. <laughs> you broke Wolf. You got one K. <laughs> one. Look, we'll have K on next week. It, it's tough to choose from Metallica's entire catalog. Didn't they just celebrate 40 years like <laughs> today doesn't. or something? Okay. Yeah, because by the way, have you listened to the new one yet? The new stuff, pretty good. Okay. Uh, All right. Yes. You know what, Kevin? Um, enjoy Barbados. 
<laughs> Thanks, Gabe. We appreciate it. Love you, bro. Talk to you, man. See you, boy. All right, that's Kevin Ray of Valley Sports joining us right there on the Arizona Sports Line. At least he didn't say nothing else matters. That's not total time music. You can't say nothing else matters, so he didn't say that. I'm not saying it's a bad song. It's not really the, the fire you up type song. Uh, all right, thanks to K-Ray for joining us there, and obviously we'll be talking to him next week, too, because there will be some game days with K-Ray. Coming up next, we're going to take you through the top sports stories of the day with Wolf and Down Your Lunch. It's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader.